How do we revolutionize cancer care? What innovations can solve global food scarcity? Can the next big leap in drug development come from a place you might not expect? These are the questions that drive us on New Wave, a podcast where curiosity meets life-changing science. In Nova Scotia, a new wave of pioneers are answering these questions, from reimagining how we treat the most daunting diseases to tackling the challenges of feeding a growing planet. Their stories are as inspiring as they are impactful. I'm Taylor McGilvery. Join me as we dive into these extraordinary narratives. We're not just talking about scientific breakthroughs. We're exploring how these advancements touch lives, reshape communities, and pave the way for a brighter future. Subscribe to New Wave on your favorite platform. Be part of a journey that takes you to the heart of innovation and shows how, in Nova Scotia, we're not just asking questions, we're finding answers. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to Life's a Wreck. And this episode is inspired by life actually being a wreck because it has been a incredibly hectic couple of weeks. And uh, because of that, I haven't had a chance to uh, reach out to some guests or to put a a full length episode together. So uh, yeah, this uh, this week is brought to you by exam season. And I guess you can thank uh, exam season because this is a much shorter episode, way easier uh, of a listen. Not going to be as much uh, cuts in the fancy stuff, which uh, is always something that I love to do. Yeah, I'm excited just to kind of be like hopping back on and uh, have a chance to give uh, a little bit of insight in my experience. And uh, as I said, this episode's inspired by exam season, but uh, it's also going to be about uh, exam season and, and school kind of in general. Um, I know I did an episode in season one about kind of how to stay healthy in school and, and having kind of pillars in your life. But this one, I wanted to focus uh, solely on the idea of exams and the stress that comes with uh, with this time of year, because recently I've had I've had so much kind of happen and come up that's really shown me like the the effects that this time of year can have on on students and parents and families and, and teachers and everybody. So I kind of wanted to give, um, you know, my own take on on what's happening, what I've learned over four years of university and, and going through this process. I guess this is my seventh time during my eighth time will be the time that I'm uh, looking forward to graduating. So thank you. Thank you. I know, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, and, you know, I feel like such a loser when I say that. <laughs> What's new? Because, you know, people who I talk to with these, you know, these real hardy academic degrees, you know, these like math degrees and engineering and business, you know, they've got like four exams, like three presentations, a couple essays, you know, Rumpelstiltskin's coming to their firstborn and they still got to take the dog to the vet. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I've got, I've got one exam, you know, some final papers, but you know, like it's hard, it's hard. Like it, regardless of like what it, course you're in, like what you've been acclimated to, like if, you know, my course is incredibly hands-on, media-centric, and we have so many deliverables at the end of the year. You've got to, you know, do a whole radio show, a podcast, uh, you know, a final practicum presentation, so many little things. And then you add your your other courses kind of mixed in there, um, you know, your electives, and they've got essays or they've got exams in them. And it's, uh, you know, and it's, it's hard. And I think that that's kind of like what I want to talk about today is like the idea that so many people, and I know that I do, and this is kind of me talking from some personal experience, but so many people get so sucked into to exam season, and I, I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit more about that, and due to some things that have come up recently with some people that I've talked to and some perspective that uh, that I've been able to get, 
Um, the first thing I want to talk to and talk, I guess, the first group of people that I want to talk to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, with exam season brings sick season and uh, your body kind of tapping out. So not uh, not feeling too hot, but uh, I, I, you know, back at it. Um, I wanted to uh, talk first to to the parents um, and the guardians of, of students who are kind of going through uh, through these times because I want to first say before I kind of get into it that I understand that when you're you know the people that you care about uh, are going through these tough times like it stresses you out as well and I'm not discounting that at all and it's something that I that I recognize right off the bat like it's a it's a tough time of year when uh, when you see you know your 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 child your child. Nice, buddy. Kind of going going through this, or the the person that you're you know responsible for, and uh, you know a lot of people that I know still live with their parents or a guardian here at uh, at school at Ryerson uh, because it is such a you know heavy commuter school. Not a lot of you know um, not a lot of residences, not a lot of like affordable living kind of student living downtown. Not really any affordable living anywhere. To eat or to pay rent, that is the question. But for whether uh, it is nobler to suffer in the slings of coldness <clears throat> or to fill thy belly with Doritos and hummus. Are you, uh, you done? But anyway, you know, a lot of people are still living living at home. And uh, I've had some things come up this year, as I said, like some people that I've talked to that have really shone a light on how tough home life can be sometimes, you know, especially around exam time. And with parents, like, you know, you want the best for your, for your child. But sometimes, especially in university years, like, you know, you can see your kids stressed out. And, you know, it's probably because they want like they want what's best for themselves kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like you want what's best for them and you're, you're getting on them and you're pushing them and you're trying to facilitate this, this academic growth. But if your kid's stressed out, like they probably already want all those things, you know? And, and I can tell you firsthand when somebody kind of beats on that dead horse, like you have this now added pressure of trying to satisfy not only yourself, not only what you want to do and where you see kind of your grades going, but then also, you know, your, your parents or the, these people who they, they do, they have the best in mind for you. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's kind of tough to show that. And you kind of show that through trying to, trying to help them along this academic journey, but there can definitely be some hindrances that, uh, do a little bit more, I guess you could say negative than, than good. Like, you know, another thing is if they're, doing this then for you and they start to 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 really push themselves to wear wear themselves thin for you like the success that they they have like they they won't feel real to them and 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 it's true because as soon as you start working towards something and it's not for yourself really at all you're kind of doing it only to get the monkey off your back in this case being maybe somebody who's pushing you a little bit too hard who who's setting these really high expectations and and not and going beyond holding you accountable where it's not just it's not you know expecting something and saying like do your best and this is what you're capable of and you're the best and like you can do all these things and it becomes you're a failure if you don't hit these benchmarks that I've set for you then all of a sudden that success isn't going to feel real to to you know the people that you're you're in your own way trying to help like you know they'll start living life through their what they care about and what their success is like it doesn't matter because they're only worried about pleasing other people and this comes back to something that I've struggled with my entire life is living for other people 
doing things because other people deem it acceptable or other people deem it to be the the benchmark of success. This past year um, in particular, like I've been doing things that have really meant a lot to me and I've held myself to a standard in, in so many things and uh, and I've kind of set my set my priorities in a sense. And it has been the most fulfilling life, fulfilling year of my life that I think I've probably ever had. Like the mental health journey has been incredible. Um, the work that I get to do is, is phenomenal. Um, everything that I do now, I have a passion for, for doing it. The podcast, like this is something that I, I get to sit down and I really, really care about. I love it. But at the same time, like, you know, my my grades in school had had dropped just not significantly, but it dropped a little bit this year. But I'm still well on my way to graduating with some pretty good marks. I'm a lot happier. I'm a lot less exhausted, even though right now I'm pretty tired. But, you know, things like when you start living for yourself and when your child realizes that, that they're living for themselves, like their successes are going to feel so much more fulfilling. And they're going to strive, like they're going to push themselves harder. This is, as I said, like this has been the most fulfilling year of my life, but it's also been the most challenging year of my life. Getting this podcast up and running, learning how to edit, like, you know, working with uh, a lot of people on a lot of projects and, and trying to grow just as a creator and, and as a mental health advocate, like this has just kind of become, it's been challenging, but it's been fulfilling. And what all of this little tangent is, is kind of trying to say is that when your child, like they're already stressed, they've already hold themselves to a standard, but if it's only living through for you and it's only trying to succeed for you, what's going to happen down the road when all of a the sudden they're working in a job that that they that they don't like all because you had kind of said that this is this is the path to success. And I know that this can kind of seem harsh and I and I totally understand that and I'm not a parent. And that's, you know, I'll, I'll preface all of this by saying that. Like I I don't understand that. But I do understand from the the kids perspective and from people that I've talked to and from people that I've talked to in some compromising situations where they say their home life is so toxic during exam season that that they can't focus on exam season or they can't focus on these end of the year deliverables. You know, and I think that that's like, I think that that's tough because I'm so fortunate to have like an incredibly supportive home life. But if I didn't, you know, I would be in a lot worse situation than I am now because I rely on my family a lot. They're, they're pillars of my life. They're people that I can fall back on. They're very important to me. And they kind of let me figure some stuff out by myself. And I feel like I've become a much more authentic, a much more driven version of myself because of it. And I just want to say, you know, for the parents out there that you have to teach your child how to live a fulfilling life, not how they can live a life that fulfills yours. Um, And I just think that that's really important. Like, you know, look at stress like an equation, you know, in, in study, the best place, you know, when you're studying, the best place to me is at a neutral. So you don't let the highs get too high. You don't let the lows get too lows, but you kind of stay in this very focused state of, of neutral. So think about it like that's zero. And so they're already, you know, going to be stressed out. So let's say that that's plus five on like the stress meter. Or God forbid you're this kid's parents who's constantly sitting at a 10 and then preaching to a microphone about it. So what they kind of need is somebody to understand that stress and to kind of pull them down just gradually. You know, they, they, they don't need somebody adding another five on there. And all of a sudden they're at 10 and they're at this complete peak and their body's trying to ride this 10 and it's like sitting at this complete like, you know, the, if you look at it like kind of like a heart rate, it's just going up and down and up and down and up and down. It's freaking out. And then all of a sudden the body crashes at the end versus kind of staying in a state of like, here's where we're at. This is what we have to do. And like, you know, everything's kind of like working smoothly and cognizantly. 
yeah, I, I just think that that's kind of where, where I wanted to start with this. Um, but then, you know, talking to obviously the students in the group, um, I kind of wanted to give uh, a bit of a uh, real, uh, you know, who is this guy? How big is his head? Real egocentric list of the top five things I've learned for dealing with school stress. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. My TED talk will be up soon. Yeah, no, me and the guys are just going to leave. Uh, we don't want to listen to this self-righteous uh, bullshit. Um, so listeners, feel free to leave as well. Uh, and uh, the first thing that I want to say is if you can, and, and I understand, like, if you can, and I'm going to say, like, imagine that in all caps. If you can, take the night off of the day that you did an exam or that you finished a deliverable. Like, that night that that thing is, that that, you know, exam or project or whatever is finished... Like, let yourself heal for real. Like, just give your brain a break. You are so locked in for such a long period of time to even give yourself those couple hours at the end of the night. And I understand if you have an exam the next day or the day after and you kind of need to launch into something else, uh, you know, it's not great. But, like, obviously, I totally understand that. This this season is stupid busy. But, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sick right now because my body kind of totally, totally burned out. Um, and it's not healthy because of the fact that I had all these projects and then I'm jumping right into this thing, jumping right into that thing. And that's, again, like I, this is kind of like the life that in a sense I, I chose. I want, like, this is kind of like where I feel most comfortable is when I have things to do. But at the same time, like I'm still working on giving myself breaks. And I find that having that night off kind of thing at the end of, it's almost kind of like giving yourself a pat on the back and saying, I deserve this and really understanding that you do, because that's a lot of work and it's something that I work on. But, uh, you know, it's something that I, I've learned is really, really important. Um, and speaking on that, here's my, the number two thing is plan something at the end of exams. Like, celebrate. Like, what you do isn't necessarily fun all the time. It's going to be really hard. But, like, a lot of things in life, if you have something to look forward to, then it makes kind of like this middle road a lot easier. You know, at the end of exams, when you say, oh, me and all my friends are, are doing this, or we're going to have a night out, or, or I've got, uh, you know, I, I'm going home, and I'm going to get to celebrate with my friends from high school and that kind of stuff, like, or I get to just kind of, like, take some time, or I'm going to do, I'm going to go to the movies when I'm done, like, kind of set something specifically that you can do when you're done exams. So it's a night out, or it's going somewhere, it's doing something, a nice, a nice meal, you know, taking yourself out, or going out with a friend, or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's something that I've learned in life in general. When you have something to look forward to, it kind of really pushes you through these days. It makes things a little bit easier because you know you've got this this pot of gold at the end of the the word count filled rainbow. So that's my uh, that's my number two thing. Number three, find how you study best and, and stick with it. Like if you like the library, then go to the library and study. But if you're like me and you like to kind of stay home and sit with a nice uh, cup of tea like I'm doing right now, I leave you unchecked for two minutes and you can't not make yourself seem like a little fluffy, softy. Um, then, then yeah, like do, do that. everything around here. Like people say, you know, you, you shouldn't work like that, but like, you know, like, you know, I've heard so many things actually recently about people saying that you shouldn't do schoolwork or work in your bedroom because like that's a, that should be seen in your mind as a place for rest. Um, which you'd think is kind of like the, you know, the mindfulness kind of thing that I'm doing here. 
um, I'd be like super on board with. But like I my entire life, I've worked best when I'm in my bedroom and I kind of feel most comfortable here. Um, and also, I love the idea of like being able to finish something and rolling right into bed, not having to walk home or anything like that. Like this is like where I feel most comfortable. So like, you know, them. Like what what works for me? Like I got a hundred and sixty seven percent GPA this semester. Like no one point six. Oh, geez, not r- ridiculous. Regardless, I I like being able to roll into bed. Number four, um, watch something stupid. Like watch something completely mind numbing when you can. Uh, you know you are, like this refers back to the kind of like having something planned at the end and taking the night off of the night you did an exam. Like. I feel like your brain kind of needs to reset once in a while. And when you're on such an incredible, like, high of these, like, oh, I've got to be, you know, your minds, your synapses are firing. And you're sitting in the state of, like, really elevated, you know, mindfulness and consciousness where you're trying to take all this stuff in and memorize it, blah, blah, blah. I find, like, it's really good for your brain to kind of have this have this come down of, like, watching something that's for pure enjoyment. No educational value involved. Like, my guilty pleasure show, like, hands down, I'll watch it to the end of the earth, Family Guy. I love, lo- mwah, what a ma- what a magnifique, it's a masterpiece of a show, you know, in, in my opinion. Anyway, but, it, you know, like, that's a, that's a great guilty pleasure for me because I can be studying for something, I can be doing so much. And then I have an opportunity to just kind of like take it down into a lower gear and watch something that's for enjoyment, get a good laugh out of it, and really kind of like reset before you have to jump back into thing. And the last thing that I want to say um, for students um, is just take a breath. Like that's that's the whole thing. You know, I, before I started this episode, I looked at some statistics and I won't give the exact numbers, but suicide rates amongst college students go through the roof during exam time and you know the fact that imaginary numbers on a screen are going to dictate whether you live or die to me is just bananas like you know i promise you that regardless if you have to do an extra semester or if there's pressure on to for you to graduate at a certain time or with a certain level or or you know you're you have to get these marks to to go to this new school like you know i promise that life will go on because this you know a year from now you could be somewhere completely different a year ago i was a heartbroken depressed and i didn't know what life would look like for me and now i i honestly have never been happier and i get to you know i'm working on me continuously i get to share this with you my life is pretty pretty sick not a big deal you know, and I'm proud of that. I've worked really hard over this last year. And to see, you know, my peers around me and, and to see people that I care about and to see people that I don't know, but like, you know, would love to talk to go through these these times where like, like the, the, the stress and the idea of failure weighs on them so heavily that this could be the thing that that makes or breaks an entire life. Like, take a breath, take a step back. Trust me, you're talking to the king of zeroing in on things. OCD plays a massive role in my life, and it has, it did over the past couple of weeks. I had some things come up that, man, they sent the OCD into an absolute hyperdrive, like ridiculous. And I zeroed in on some things. I completely zoned out the rest of the world and just boom, right in on stuff. And it was not good stuff. It never is, usually. It's always negatives. And uh, And I had to take a step back. I had to take a breath. Because it was, I was just getting so worked up and so invested emotionally and physically in this, like in these little things. 
and I see people do that with with exam time, and it and it honestly, I gotta say, like it breaks my heart. You know, I, I talk to people, and and they'll post on Instagram or they'll, they'll they'll tweet or something like that, and they seem totally okay. But then you talk to them in person, and you can just see like the pain in their eyes. Oh, I've got this and this to do, and I'm failing this course, and I've got that, and I've got that. And it's like this is a stressful, stressful time, and this is not going to be easy. But this should not be the thing that that completely derails what could be an like an excellent excellent life a long happy fulfilling life i i don't know i just it, it it just hurts a lot i guess to to see that this is that this is somebody's end all it's not easy high school university you know post grad like you know masters phd and stuff like that like this stuff is hard it's not supposed to be easy it's supposed to challenge you but and that's you know that's kind of the whole point but when a challenge is is you know gone taken to the extreme where now it's now it's who you now it's your you on the line like things need to be kind of just taken into perspective and i think that the last thing that i'm going to leave you guys with is the idea of just just taking a breath and like that's the biggest thing that i can ask and that's (laughs) as we kind of transition out of it out of that uh, bit more somber part of the uh, episode into the challenge of the week like that's the challenge this week and whenever you have to kind of do some exam stuff in the future uh, i know a lot of people at university are kind of already done but um yeah going forward like i don't know just take a breath and that's that's literally the challenge for this week and a kind of an ongoing challenge is recognize when things are getting a little overwhelming and take that step back kind of literally push yourself away from your computer and take a big deep breath and kind of think about okay what's going on what do i need help with who can i reach out to to help me with this so that it's not putting me in a situation where i feel so overwhelmed and so so stressed that i i am contemplating some things that are are complete extremes um in face of having in place of having to face what i would deem as as or the people around me was deem as failure um take a breath and and just that's the biggest thing that i can leave you with uh at the end of uh today's today's shortened episode um you know i want to thank you guys obviously i i couldn't do this uh, if it wasn't for you guys reaching out and supporting it and uh you guys just mean the world to me and uh and that's one of the reasons i'm so passionate about this is because i i truly believe that everyone has a story to tell and a lot of stories are very 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 unwritten and uh when you're able to when you're able to create essentially your happy ending or you're able to work towards this i can tell you it's the best feeling in the entire world so keep like keep on you can do this if you guys ever need help or somebody to talk to you can feel free to reach out to me on uh, social media um on instagram the podcast is at life's a wreck podcast myself is at kyle moore zero eight um and uh yeah feel free to reach out any messages you guys might have it might take me you know a day to get to them but i will try to get to them as fast as i can and uh, if you guys ever need anything feel free to uh feel free to let me know um and uh, i'll help you uh, i'll help you the best i can because there's been a lot of people in my life to help me so with all that being said guys i want to thank you guys so much and um you know as i'm just sitting here i'm just thinking uh well honestly i'm, I'm thinking exams are a wreck but uh you know life's a wreck too <laughs> <laughs>